Canto 25 At the conclusion of his words, the thief lifted his hands aloft with both the figs, crying, Take that, God, for at thee I aim them. From that time forth the serpents were my friends, for one entwined itself about his neck, as if it said, I will not thou speak more, and round his arms another, and rebound him, clinching itself together so in front that with them he could not a motion make. Pistoia, ah, Pistoia, why resolve not to burn thyself to ashes and so perish, since in ill-doing thou thy seed excellest? Through all the somber circles of this hell, spirit I saw not against God so proud, not he who fell at Thebes down from the walls. He fled away and spake no further word. And I beheld a centaur full of rage, come crying out, Where is, where is the scoffer? I do not think Maremma has so many serpents as he had all along his back, as far as where our countenance begins. Upon the shoulders, just behind the nape, with wings wide open, was a dragon lying, and he sets fire to all that he encounters. My master said, That one is Cacus, who beneath the rock, upon Mount Aventine, created oftentimes a lake of blood. He goes not on that same road with his brothers, by reason of the fraudulent theft he made of the great herd which he had near to him, whereat his torturous actions ceased beneath the mace of Hercules, who peradventure gave him a hundred, and he felt not ten. While he was speaking thus, he had passed by, and spirits three had underneath us come, of which nor I aware was, nor my leader, until what time they shouted, Who are you? On which account our story made a halt, and then we were intent on them alone. I did not know them, but it came to pass, as it is wont to happen by some chance, that one to name the other was compelled, exclaiming, Where can Chianfa have remained? Whence I, so that the leader might attend, upward from chin to nose my finger laid. If thou art, reader, slow now to believe what I shall say, it will no marvel be, for I who saw it hardly can admit it. As I was holding raised on them my brows, behold, a serpent with six feet darts forth in front of one, and fastens wholly on him. With middle feet it bound him round the paunch, and with the forward ones his arms it seized, then thrust its teeth through one cheek and the other. The hindermost it stretched upon his thighs, and put its tail through in between the two, and up behind along the reins outspread it. Ivy was never fastened by its barbs unto a tree so, as this horrible reptile upon the other's limbs entwined its own. Then they stuck close, as if of heated wax they had been made, and intermixed their color. Nor one nor other seemed now what he was, even as proceedeth on before the flame upward along the paper a brown color, which is not black as yet, and the white dyes. The other two looked on, and each of them cried out, O oh, me, unyellow, how thou changest! Behold, thou now art neither two nor one! Already the two heads had one become, when there appeared to us two figures mingled into one face, wherein the two were lost. Of the four lists were fashioned the two arms, the thighs and legs, the belly and the chest, members became that never yet were seen. Every original aspect there was cancelled. Two and yet none did the perverted image appear, and such departed with slow pace. Even as a lizard under the great scourge of day's canicular exchanging hedge, lightning appeareth if the road it cross, thus did appear, coming towards the bellies of the two others, a small fiery serpent, livid and black as is a peppercorn. And in that part whereat is first received our element, it one of them transfixed. Then downward fell in front of him extended. The one transfixed looked at it, but said not. Nay, rather with feet motionless he yawned, just as if sleep or fever had assailed him. He at the serpent gazed, and it at him, one through the wound, the other through the mouth, smoked violently, and the smoke commingled. Henceforth be silent, Lucan, where he mentions wretched Sibelis and Nesidius, 
and wait to hear what now shall be shot forth. Be silent, Ovid, of Cadmus and Aretissa, for if him to a snake, her to fountain, converts he fabling, that I grudge him not, because two natures never front to front has he transmuted, so that both the forms to interchange their matter ready were. Together they responded in such wise that to a fork the serpent cleft his tail, and eke the wounded drew his feet together. Legs together with the thighs themselves adhered so that in little time the juncture no sign whatever made that was apparent. He with the cloven tail assumed the figure the other one was losing, and his skin became elastic and the others hard. I saw the arms draw inward at the armpits and both feet of the reptile that were short lengthen as much as those contracted were. Thereafter the hind feet, together twisted, became the member that a man conceals, and of his own the wretch had two created. While both of them the exhalation veils with a new color, and engenders hair on one of them and depilates the other, the one uprose and down the other fell, though turning not away their impious lamps, underneath which each one his muzzle changed. He who was standing drew it towards the temples, and from excess of matter which came thither issued the ears from out the hollow cheeks. What did not backward run, and was retained of that excess made to the face a nose, and the lips thickened far as was befitting? He who lay prostrate thrusts his muzzle forward, and backward draws the ears into his head, in the same manner as the snail its horns. And so the tongue, which was entire and apt for speech before, is cleft, and the biforked and the other closes up, and the smoke ceases. The soul, which to a reptile had been changed, along the valley hissing takes to flight, and after him the other speaking sputters. Then did he turn upon him his new shoulders, and said to the other, I'll have Buoso run, crawling as I have done along this road. In this way I beheld the seventh ballast shift and reshift, and here be my excuse the novelty, if aught my pen transgress. And notwithstanding that mine eyes might be somewhat bewildered, and my mind dismayed, they could not flee away so secretly, but that I plainly saw Puccio Shankato, and he it was whose soul of three companions which came in the beginning was not changed. The other was he whom thou, Gavile, weepest. Canto 26 Rejoice, O Florence, since thou art so great, that over sea and land thou beatest thy wings, and throughout hell thy name is spread abroad. Among the thieves five citizens of thine like these I found, whence shame comes unto me and thou thereby to no great honor risest. But if when morn is near our dreams are true, feel shalt thou in a little time from now what Prado, if none other, craves for thee. And if it now were, it were not too soon. Would that it were, seeing it needs must be, for twill aggrieve me more the more I age. We went our way, and up along the stairs the borns had managed to descend before, remounted my conductor, and drew me. And following the solitary path among the rocks and ridges of the crag, the foot without the hand sped not at all. Then sorrowed I, and sorrow now again, when I direct my mind to what I saw, and more my genius curb than I am wont, that it may run not unless virtue guide it, so that if some good star or better thing have given me good, I may myself not grudge it. As many as the hind, who on the will rests at the time when he who lights the world his countenance keeps least concealed from us, while as the fly gives place unto the gnat, seeth the glow-worms down along the valley, perchance there where he plows and makes his vintage. With flames as manifold resplendent all was the eighth bolgia, as I grew aware as soon as I was where the depth appeared. And such as he who with the bears avenged him beheld Elijah's chariot at departing, what time the steeds to heaven erect uprose, for with his eyes he could not follow it, so as to see aught else than flame alone, even as a little cloud ascending upward. 
Thus each along the gorge of the entrenchment was moving. For not one reveals the theft, and every flame a sinner steals away. I stood upon the bridge uprisen to sea, so that if I had seized not on a rock, down had I fallen without being pushed. And the leader who beheld me so attent exclaimed, Within the fires the spirits are, each swathes himself with that wherewith he burns. My master, I replied, by hearing thee I am more sure, but I surmised already it might be so, and already wished to ask thee, who is within that fire, which comes so cleft at top, it seems uprising from the pyre where was Eteocles with his brother placed? He answered me, Within there are tormented Ulysses and Diomed, and thus together they unto vengeance run as unto wrath, and there within their flame do they lament the ambush of the horse, which made the door whence issued forth the Romans' gentle seed. Therein is wept the craft, for which being dead, Deidamia still deplores Achilles, and pain for the palladium there is born. If they within those sparks possess the power to speak, I said, Thee, master, much I pray and repray, that the prayer be worth a thousand, that thou make no denial of awaiting until the horned flame shall hither come, thou seest that with desire I lean towards it. And he to me, Worthy is thy entreaty of much applause, and therefore I accept it. But take heed that thy tongue restrain itself. Leave me to speak, because I have conceived that which thou wishest. For they might disdain, perchance, since they were Greeks, discourse of thine. When now the flame had come unto that point, where to my leader it seemed time and place, after this fashion did I hear him speak. O ye who are twofold within one fire, if I deserved of you while I was living, if I deserved of you or much or little when in the world I wrote the lofty verses, do not move on, but one of you declare whither, being lost, he went away to die. Then of the antique flame, the greater horn, murmuring, began to wave itself about, even as a flame doth, which the wind fatigues. Thereafterward, the summit to and fro, moving as if it were the tongue that spake, it uttered forth a voice, and said, When I from Circe had departed, who concealed me more than a year there near unto Gaeta, or ever, yet Aeneas named it so, nor fondness for my son, nor reverence for my old father, nor the due affection which joyous should have made Penelope, could overcome within me the desire I had to be experienced of the world, and of the vice and virtue of mankind. But I put forth on the high open sea with one sole ship, and that small company by which I never had deserted been. Both of the shores I saw as far as Spain, far as Morocco, and the Isle of Sardis, and the others which that sea bathes round about. I and my company were old and slow when at the narrow passage we arrived where Hercules, his landmark, set his signals that no man farther onward should adventure. On the right hand behind me left I Sevilla, and on the other already had left Ceuta. O brothers who amid a hundred thousand perils, I said, who have come unto the west, to this so inconsiderable vigil which is remaining of your senses still, be ye unwilling to deny the knowledge following the sun of the unpeopled world. Consider ye the seed from which ye sprang. Ye were not made to live like unto brutes, but for pursuit of virtue and of knowledge. So eager did I render my companions with this brief exhortation for the voyage, that then I hardly could have held them back. And having turned our stern unto the morning, we of the oars made wings for our mad flight, evermore gaining on the larboard side. Already all the stars of the other pole the night beheld, and ours so very low it did not rise above the ocean floor. Five times rekindled and as many quenched had been the splendor underneath the moon since we had entered into the deep pass, when there appeared to us a mountain, dim from distance, and it seemed to me so high as I had never any one beheld. Joyful were we, and soon it turned to weeping, for out of the new land a whirlwind rose, and smote upon the fore part of the ship. Three times it made her whirl with all the waters, and the fourth time it made the stern uplift, 
and the proud downward go as pleased another, until the sea above us closed again. Canto 27 Already was the flame erect and quiet, to speak no more, and now departed from us with the permission of the gentle poet, when yet another, which behind it came, caused us to turn our eyes upon its top by a confused sound that issued from it. As the Sicilian bull that bellowed first with the lament of him, and that was right, who with his file had modulated it, bellowed so with the voice of the afflicted, that notwithstanding it was made of brass, still it appeared with agony transfixed, thus, by not having any way or issue at first from out the fire, to its own language converted were the melancholy words. But afterwards, when they had gathered way up through the point, giving it that vibration the tongue had given them in their passage out, we heard it said, O thou, at whom I aim my voice, and who but now wast speaking Lombard, saying, Now go thy way, no more I urge thee, because I come perchance a little late, to stay and speak with me, let it not irk thee. Thou seest it irks not me, and I am burning. If thou but lately into this blind world hast fallen down from that sweet Lashian land, wherefrom I bring the whole of my transgression, say if the Romanules have peace or war, for I was from the mountains there between Orbino and the yoke whence Tiber bursts. I still was downward bent and listening, when my conductor touched me on the side, saying, Speak thou, this one a Lashan is. And I, who had beforehand my reply in readiness, forthwith began to speak. O soul, that down below there art concealed, Romagna thine is not, and never has been, without war in the bosom of its tyrants. But open war I none have left there now. Ravenna stands as it long years has stood. The eagle of Polenta there is brooding, so that she covers Cervia with her vans. The city which once made the long resistance, and of the French a sanguinary heap beneath the green paws, finds itself again. Verrucchio's ancient mastiff and the new, who made such bad disposal of Montagna, where they are wont make wimbles of their teeth. The cities of Limone and Centerno governs the Leoncel of the White Lair, who changes sides twixt summertime and winter. And that of which the Savio bathes the flank, even as it lies between the plain and mountain, lives between tyranny and a free state. Now I entreat thee, tell us who thou art. Be not more stubborn than the rest have been, so may thy name hold front there in the world. After the fire a little more had roared in its own fashion, the sharp point it moved this way and that, and then gave forth such breath. If I believe that my reply were made to one who to the world would e'er return, this flame without more flickering would stand still. But inasmuch as never from this depth did any one return, if I hear true, without the fear of infamy, I answer, I was a man of arms, then Cordelier, believing thus begirt to make amends. And truly my belief had been fulfilled, but for the high priest, whom may ill betide, who put me back into my former sins. And how and wherefore I will have thee here. While I was still the form of bone and pulp my mother gave to me, the deeds I did were not those of a lion, but a fox. The machinations and the covert ways I knew them all, and practiced so their craft that to the ends of the earth the sound went forth. When now unto that portion of mine age I saw myself arrived, when each one ought to lower the sails and coil away the ropes, that which before had pleased me then displeased me. And penitent and confessing I surrendered, ah, woe is me, and it would have bestead me, the leader of the modern Pharisees having a war near unto Lateran, and not with Saracens nor with Jews, for each one of his enemies was Christian, and none of them had been to conquer Acre, nor merchandising in the Sultan's land, nor the high office, nor the sacred orders, in him regarded, nor in me that cord which used to make those girt with it more meager. But even as Constantine sought out Sylvester to cure his leprosy within Soracte, so this one sought me out as an adept to cure him of the fever of his pride. 
Counsel, he asked of me, and I was silent, because his words appeared inebriate. And then he said, Be not thy heart afraid, henceforth I thee absolve, and thou instruct me how to raise Palestrina to the ground. Heaven have I power to lock and to unlock, as thou dost know. Therefore the keys are two, the which my predecessor held not dear. Then urged me on his weighty arguments there, where my silence was the worst advice, and said I, Father, since thou washest me of that sin into which I now must fall, the promise long with the fulfillment short will make thee triumph in thy lofty seat. Francis came afterward, when I was dead, for me, but one of the black cherubim said to him, Take him not, do me no wrong, he must come down among my servitors, because he gave the fraudulent advice, from which time forth I have been at his hair. For who repents not cannot be absolved, nor can one both repent and will at once, because of the contradiction which consents not. O miserable me! How I did shudder when he seized on me, saying, Peradventure thou didst not think I was a logician. He bore me unto Minos, who entwined eight times his tail about his stubborn back, and after he had bitten it in great rage, said, Of the thievish fire a culprit this. Wherefore here where thou seest I am lost, invested thus in going I bemoan me. When it had thus completed its recital, the flame departed uttering lamentations, writhing and flapping its sharp-pointed horn. Onward we passed, both I and my conductor, up o'er the crag above another arch, which the moat covers, where is paid the fee by those who, sowing discord, win their burden. <laughs>